Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about the witness list in the Gannon Stout case. Now, many of you or some of you have already heard who is on that list, but in true Linda style, I'm going to dive in and we're going to talk about it a little bit deeper. But before I get started, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. Click the like button if you support this video and share this video out where you can. With that being said, let's get into it. So a few weeks ago, the witness list came out in the Gannon Stout case. And as you know, I have been diving deeper into this case ever since he's gone missing. And if you want to see the playlist in this case, I will have it in the description below and also in the comments below. So I'm going to take you through that 23 page report and pull out certain sections. And as you know, I like to go for little Google drives. So I will be taking you on that journey as well. So when I look at this report, you could see that the first two pages actually have the charges made against Tisha or Leticia. From page three all the way through to part of page 15, it's all FBI agents, county sheriff's office, and police departments. And as I was going through those pages from page three to 15, I was starting to look at the places, especially where it had the FBI. And I saw Denver, I saw Colorado Springs, and then I started to see some other places or states like Texas, Louisiana, Georgia, South Carolina, etc. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to plot these on a map just to see where the heck she's going. And I started at the top of the page, and this is the nerdy coming out in me. I started plotting them as I saw it, and I did it as directional in Google Maps. And what I found was that it was actually in chronological order, so to speak. It was in the order that I would actually drive. So I kept plugging it away. And as you can see in here, I added the plots one by one. Now, as I plugged in as many as possible, it did stop and I couldn't add any more plots. So I just deleted the top one. So you might see that the letters actually restart instead of A to H or I, whatever it is, that it would actually restart. But what is very interesting is it basically shows Denver and Colorado Springs, and then it goes out east all the way to North Carolina, and then comes around, goes through to Texas, goes down to Pensacola, and then back up and then it goes through Georgia, does a little loop, and then comes back. So I don't know exactly where the heck this woman has gone, but she definitely went across the country. And as we know, our little buddy Gannon was found in Florida. I did do a previous video on a potential theory that I'll put right here, and it talks about Tisha's little 955-mile trek along with how she could have gotten to Florida. But now that I take a bigger look and a deeper look into this witness list, I'm starting to see a little pattern as I typically do. Now, a few places of interest also on here when they mention FBI's, they also talk about Quantico, showing a couple different places that I believe they are part of the investigation, but not directly a part of that. They're just part of the resources. I could be wrong, but I am working on this, so I will let you know if I find some new information. But it is intriguing how these all are points and it's chronological in how it would happen. So I am going to do a deeper video, I think, 
if you'd like it let me know in the comments below if you'd like that in another potential theory of how she got there or where she went first but you can see one by one as she's going all the different places she took like a total tour of the country or potentially took a total tour of the country. We know for sure she was in Florida and we know for sure that she was in South Carolina and we know for sure obviously she was in Colorado Springs and area. So back to the witness list, we see on page 15 that they have Avis rental, which is the rental from the airport um, that day on the Tuesday that she rented the vehicle and budget is part of Avis. So there's some confusion, that's why it says Avis on there. It also has New Cloud, which is a cloud services provider and a Nintendo product support specialist. Now the interesting thing is when I did a little search about Nintendo, I was trying to see if it had GPS and this is what I found. It says, since the Nintendo Switch doesn't come out of the box with any sort of tracking solution, you can add it with an aftermarket device. You can pick up a tile mate on Amazon for 20 bucks. This is a small device which will allow you to track pretty much anything, including your Switch. Attaching the tile to your Switch will allow you to use your phone to see where your precious cargo is. It only gives you direct tracking in a somewhat short range because it utilizes Bluetooth technology. However, there is also community tracking which will send you an alert if your device is within range of any other tile user. It may not be perfect but it's a reasonably priced workaround. And what I find interesting about this is it talks about this tile mate and I know on the witness list on page 16 it actually has tile ink. So I'm wondering if this is hand in hand maybe there's something with it with the switch but we'll soon find out hopefully. Now still on page 15, there is mention of Petco, which we all know that she was there and talked about the dog coats, etc. Big Wave Car Wash, which if you saw one of my previous videos, I talk about her having the time to go to a car wash on that Monday and even potentially on that Tuesday with the rental car. You can see that video right here. Also, it says Capital One Bank and USAA. Now on page 16, it talks about Kohl's. It does mention that Tile Inc. It says Conoco Garden of the Gods and 7-Eleven slash Conoco. And as for the Kohl's, that is in the same area as the Petco. And on page 17, there was a Brian Grady District 20 on there and I looked it up and he's the executive director of security and he's the one who sent that parent notification of criminal charges letter on March 5th about Tisha and it says this Miss Stoke was arrested on an arrest warrant and preliminarily charged with first-degree murder child abuse resulting in death and other charges. Ms. Stoke participated in three days of orientation before the district rescinded its conditional offer of employment. Academy District 20 is providing notification to parents of students enrolled at Mountain Ridge Middle School where Ms. Stoke was considered for hire as a teacher. Please note the pending charges have no connection to Academy District 20 students or staff members. When any employee is hired in Academy District 20, we conduct a full background check, including a Colorado Bureau of Investigation review, which revealed Ms. Stoke was eligible for hire. Additionally, due diligence and reference checks revealed inconsistent information. 
And we know from that she was hired the Wednesday before Gannon went missing. And then by Friday, she was fired because of this inconsistent information. There's also on this page, wide field water and sanitation. Now on page 18, it mentions Fort Carson, the ring law enforcement specialist. It talks about Memorial Hospital, which is also North Colorado Springs in and around the area of Austin Bluffs. And it also has Harley Hunt on this page. And it has Vapor Source, which is also that area where Coles is. Widefield District 3, Bank of America, and Mountain View Electric. On page 19, it mentions Petco Loss Prevention, which I think it's not having really to do with anything being stolen necessarily, but more surveillance-wise, as there were cameras. And there's also Subway on the list, and that also is the same location as Kohl's and Petco. And then it says Green Dot, which is a bank account and or prepaid debit slash credit cards and you can get these at places like the convenience store pharmacy or grocery store for these prepaid cards so I wonder if it was a bank account or if it was these prepaid cards I'd like to know when she got this card and if maybe it was used to fuel up for her little shenanigans those days and trek across the country or maybe she bought that at the 7-eleven or Conoco as it was mentioned on this witness list and maybe she didn't even realize that it was being tracked or you can track your purchases. So I'm really, really curious about that. Now it also talks about Enterprise Rent-A-Car and we know this would have been after the Tuesday on that 955 mile trip because she rented from budget on that Tuesday. Uh, then it goes on to say Mike Maroon Volkswagen. Again, it's on the north side of Colorado Springs. And you may remember her Crime Online interview where she talked about her vehicle. She talked about she didn't want to put many miles on the vehicle, otherwise she's gonna have to pay on her lease. And she also talked about Carnet being in her vehicle and she said this. From my interview, I told them where I went. I'm sure they verified it with my watch. On top of that, my own Volkswagen car has Carnet in it. I think what they did, what looked at anywhere, she doesn't know how to talk. I think what they did, what looked at anywhere, I might have went from the day before and after I went to the airport. And this literally was the paragraph taken from Crime Online. Now, it also has PayPal on this page, JP Morgan Chase, Phillips 66, Conoco, and Come and Go. And that's the place that was reported that there was a Gannon sighting that Monday night, but there wasn't. And Tisha made a big deal about it, but it wasn't him, and we know it couldn't have been him. Then on page 20, it talks about American Express, Wells Fargo. Then it says Green Mountain School with principal pole on it. But when I Googled that, it comes out Grand Mountain School, which was where Gannon attended school. And I'm wondering if that is actually an error and should say Grand Mountain School because the principal lines up to that. Um, then it says Synchrony Bank. Enterprise Risk Manager and Butler County's Coroner Office, which is in Ohio. And some people are saying, why Ohio? And maybe that could be because Tisha's ex-husband, Chance Hunt, died and he lived in Ohio. He was in Cincinnati, I believe. So maybe that's something that they were just going to check up on, or maybe it's unrelated. 
on page 21 it talks about easy lock it also has al and al's daughter on there norwood development on page 22 it has landon on there and gannon is on there and it says gannon stoke and it says care of next of kin of gannon stoke so i'm wondering if maybe there is some more video or most likely more video that tisha has of gannon and this is me just guessing because i really don't know why he would be on there if he's already deceased and him being a witness maybe it is has to do with video if you do know the answer please help me out and put it in the comment below then there's also something that says safe passage and when i went to their website it says helping abused children begin to heal and it says right on there safe passage is at the center of an interagency collaborative effort that minimizes the trauma to victims of child abuse by centralizing services in one child-friendly location we act as team leader coordinating the responses of our team partners in the medical investigative social service legal and mental health arenas this holistic approach keeps investigations child focused and ensures that children and caregivers receive the broadest range of support in the least intrusive manner possible annually safe passage serves more than a thousand children and non-offending caregivers in the midst of abuse investigations safe passage serves el paso and teller counties as well as referrals from additional counties throughout colorado it talks about forensic interviews and it says the forensic interview is a child-friendly, non-leading, developmentally appropriate way to gather information from children and teenagers in a warm and welcoming environment. The forensic interview assists the Department of Human Services and law enforcement agencies in their investigations while keeping the best interest of the child at the forefront. Interviews are digitally recorded for use by involved partner agencies to minimize children's trauma by avoiding the need for multiple interview of victims. The forensic interviewers are highly trained professionals with advanced understanding of child development, memory, suggestibility, linguistics, and trauma. So I'm going to guess that is for Gannon's little sister. Then next on there, it says Bevel and Gardner. And when I went to their website, it says it's a forensic consulting and education group. And Tom Griffin is on this list. And it says Tom Griffin served 27 years with the Colorado Bureau of Investigation as a criminal investigator and laboratory agent. While there, he provided analysis and testified as an expert witness in Colorado district courts and or federal courts in bloodstain pattern analysis, crime scene reconstruction, shooting incident reconstruction, and crime scene investigation, and in the forensic analysis of fire debris, controlled substances, and primer residue. Prior to working at CBI, he was a criminalist and crime scene investigator at the Greeley, Colorado Police Department for four years. As a partner in BGA, he continues casework and testimony in BPA, CSR, and SIR and instructs BPA and CSR classes around the United States. And I will put that link also below. Now, the rest in there are also other people, other witnesses with their names. I did not want to talk about that in there in this video. So I just wanted to give you just a little bit of a deep dive, not too deep, but a few things that came up and struck my interest, especially that route where it seemed to be in chronological order. So I really want to dig more into that. 
What are your thoughts? Let me know in the comments below. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Click the like button and click the share button. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon.